It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome into the program. This is a Wednesday hump day edition of Game Time. Tom and Ryan Ward with the day off again today. Uh, well, good morning, Ryan. How are we? I am great, Tom. How are you? I'm terrific. It, uh, it's going to be a fun day today. we got a lot of things to get to as we get you up and going here. If you're not on spring break, there's a lot on spring break. I've noticed around town the traffic is a lot lighter. I mean, people are not, you know, it's it's not hustle and bustle. So this is, for some, a good week. The neighborhoods are, I mean, it almost looks like summertime. And, you know, the it's in the 80s and the kids are out playing and all that kind of stuff in the neighborhood. So, yeah, it's uh, springtime in the uh, in the heart of Texas at a spring break. So One of the few things I miss about school is getting a week off for spring break. Again, I, I just, I, I don't get it. I mean, I don't. I, you're going to go to school, right? So if you take a week in March, you're going to you're going to make that up someplace. Yep. I, I always thought it was kind of cool. We always, and again, I know this is the olden days, but we went to school. We started the day after Labor Day, and sometime in May, mid mid to late May, we got out of school. That was the deal. And in college, it was really cool because if you had a cool or a really good professor, they would they would make it to where, you know, they would make it to where you're. Your assignments were like not optional, but you could turn them in early, so you wouldn't have to go to class on Thursday and Friday. So in some cases, you could go home early and get like a week and a half for spring break. Good old days. Good old days. Just a year ago, yeah. <laughs> the good old days. I, you know, it, it, it's. I guess it just hurts to have to go to work every day, doesn't it? Oh, painful, huh? Oh my goodness, my goodness gracious! <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Uh, it, it, it's. I you know I haven't checked the weather. What is the weather supposed to be like today? I think it's going to be a low to mid sixties and cloudy for most of the day. Sixties? I believe so. Well, but let's just look. If it's windy, I might have to bring out a jacket. All right, let's see what we got. Nah, it's uh, it's oh. mid seventies, mid seventies, slight chance of rain. So okay, there you go. Not too bad. Not not too bad at all. So we'll see how that goes. Low to mid seventies. All right, uh. So that's what we got. Uh, and right now we do have cloudy skies. And it's 70. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a nice morning. 70 degrees. All right. Uh, here's what we got on the program for you. There's a lot of NFL conversation and talk. You know, we talked yesterday about Tony Pollard. Dak Prescott's in the, in the conversation. There's a lot of Lamar Jackson conversation. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh... And R.J. Cho is going to join us a little later on as well. Bill Seals covers Iowa State, covers the Cyclones. And uh, look, the Baylor men open with Iowa State. The Baylor women open with Iowa State. So we'll kind of get the the Cyclone perspective coming up around 830 this morning uh, on the program. When I say open, I'm talking about the Big 12 tournament that begins tomorrow. No, it doesn't. It begins today. Tonight. Yeah, the, the there's the four... There's the uh, the last four play today, seven and ten and eight and nine play today. So that that's coming up tonight in Kansas City. I believe it's West Virginia and Texas Tech, and then the nightcap would would be Bedlam 
Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, I believe. Yep. So that that all gets that gets rolling tonight. So yeah, the uh, the it is West Virginia and Tech at six o'clock. Oklahoma State and OU Bedlam at eight thirty. So there you go. And uh, then the uh, Big Twelve Women's Basketball Tournament in Kansas City will begin on Thursday with those uh, with the eight nine seven ten game. The eight nine game is going to be Tech and Kansas State at five o'clock, and Kansas and TCU at seven thirty. So there you go. That's uh, at Memorial Coliseum in Kansas City. Our own John Morse and Matt Mosley make it their way. I think John's already made his way to Kansas City. Matt Mosley will make his way to Kansas City. I believe his flight takes off in a few minutes. I think he said 7.10 on the show yesterday. He's never seen 7.10 a.m. <laughs> he didn't know 7 came twice in a day. I had to explain that to him yesterday. I said, Matt, believe it or not, 6, 5, 7, those numbers, they occur twice a day. <laughs> He, he didn't know that. So how he's taking a 7 a.m. flight is beyond me. So a 7 o'clock flight, huh? For the Big 12 tournament. There you go. Going to Kansas City. So he'll be up there in, in KC. Uh, the talk shows, uh, John show at 3, Matt show at 4 this afternoon. Uh, presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet coming up this afternoon uh, from, uh, from Kansas City. So that'll be a lot of fun. Tonight, tonight, 6 o'clock. It's a special preview show. It is a look ahead at the Big 12 tournament, the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament, from the Baylor men's and Baylor women's perspective. We'll have that show for you tonight at 6 o'clock with John and Matt. But Matt's going to have to actually work today. That's, that's, that's funny. I mean, he's not used to that. He'll go four straight hours. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to put in a whole half a day, <laughs> four hours. So... We'll have that show for you tonight, and it is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, uh, Doug Furch and his group. So look forward to that. That's coming up tonight at 6 o'clock. Yesterday, the Big 12 office released a song. That's right. There is a song that is all about Big 12 basketball, and in particular, this, this tournament in Kansas City. Welcome to the Big 12, where every night's a battle till the end. The energy and T-Mobile Center won't add. Well, there you go. How about that? That's Love PL, that. right? That is PL. That's, that's one of my favorites. I mean, I, I, I think I probably got every PL record ever oh, made. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. He's... Do you know who P? Did you do you know who PL is? I, I knew who he was, but he's more like a, 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 he's produ- a producer, produ- isn't he? producer, yeah. composer. Yeah, he's not usually a performer, but I mean. That was I, great I, stuff. I, I thought it sounded good. And like we, we were talking about earlier, like you said, that has Brett Yormark's hands all over that it. Is, that is his background. That is his expertise. Our commissioner of this, this great conference. Boy, that, uh, that's, that's got Brett Yormark written all over it. And you know what? I told John Morse yesterday. John and I had a, were, were visiting uh, yesterday afternoon. I don't know, about 4 o'clock, whatever it was. And we were, we were, sta- we were actually standing in the parking lot. And I said, John, get ready. You're going to hear that song nine million <laughs> times in T-Mobile Center and the um, in Memorial Coliseum 
I mean, it. they are going to play that song. Before, during, and after every absolutely. game. Absolutely. <laughs> every single opportunity to play that song, it will get played. And it's a good song. It is. I, it, it was fun. It's a, it's, you know, it's a minute and a half. It's exciting. Stuff. Yeah, it is. Kind of gets you jazzed up and ready to go, doesn't it? I think that's kind of a, a taste, kind of a precursor of what we might expect moving forward in this conference. I think you're going to have a... Well, clearly, you're going to have an outside-the-box presentation and thought process for the Big 12 Conference. And Brett Yormark said from the beginning, I mean, you look back at the Big 12 championship football game, Ashanti, the halftime show, that, mm-hmm. that's, and that's, that's R&B, that's hip-hop, that's, that's his background. And it was, he's, from the very beginning, that's been his thing. He's trying to appeal for, I guess, younger generation, my generation, that a lot of us listen to songs like that. And, I mean, it's You're a young working. guy. You're a young guy. Uh-huh. Does Ashante performing at halftime get you locked in on television just for like the Super Bowl? There's some people that go yeah. to the that, that will watch the Super Bowl just for the halftime show. That's not me. I, I I I'm always locked in for the game itself. I think just I guess from I listen to a little bit of every music, but I, I do like Ashanti R and B stuff like that. So it, it it just for me it adds a new element. It's something more exciting for the broadcast for me to watch. But for for me, the main thing is I'm always locked into the football Okay, let's game. just talk in general terms, though. Uh-huh. General terms and people your age that may not be th- as football-driven as you are. I think it would drive them to watch the broadcast. Such as as people go to, the, to, yes. to their televisions for the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Yes. I think it just adds I that element. I think that's probably kind of the goal. Yes. It, it's to, Well, and I know he talks about a bigger and better experience, and that's – that's concerts out in the you know out in the the parking lot before the before the game and and then the big halftime show and then maybe even some post game activities. He, he, he look everything that the conference does moving forward is going to have that that showbiz feel and element to it. It is. I mean that's where we're going with this league right now. Besides the great play on the floor, on the court, on the field on the diamond, whatever the case may be. You're going to have that showbiz feel. And why not? The more, yeah. the merrier, right? And if, if if someone comes to the party just for the party. They're still showing so, up. That's right. And they're still spending their money and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of the deal. That song, I think, is is the first of many. I think you're yeah. going to have all kinds of neat stuff. I think he's going to call in favors and, and all kinds of cool things like that. So we'll see. Uh, and what did you think of it? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty on the CNC Collision text line. Texas, let us know. Let us know what you thought of of the song. My buddy PL. I mean, I don't know me. We're tight. We're tight. <laughs> I'm just telling you, good stuff. Go way back. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh I don't know if you saw this, and I'll be honest. I'm just look. We get up early, early, early. But I was I was watching uh, the game last night. Baylor and Dallas Baptist. What I don't know if one game in a fifty-six game schedule can can change things and change your feel, change your. But maybe this one does. They got behind Dallas Baptist. They came back, took the lead. They got behind Dallas Baptist again. They came back and tied it in the bottom of the ninth on a solo home run, and then in the bottom of the 12th, they win it. It was one of those back-and-forth games 
and the Bears prevail over a rel- – and I know, it, it, DBU's now lost four in a row, but it that's a good program. That's a terrific team. That's a team that has been in postseason play the last 15, 20 years. They're there. I mean, they're in an NCAA tournament program. They they just they just are. And and Baylor was able to come from behind and walk it off in the bottom of the 12th inning and win it over uh, DBU by a final of 8-7 to seven to improve to 5-8. and eight. What does that do? Was it – you know, look, was it just one win? Maybe. But maybe it also shows, hey, look, we've got the skill set. We've got the we've got the bench, the roster, the the bullpen that we can compete and we can go get it done. You know, and look how many times they've lost in late innings. I mean, they've given up leads in late innings several times this year. And this was a a, a time where they took a late inning deficit got it tied, and then turn it into a win. So maybe maybe this gets them past the hump. You know, maybe so. We'll see. Uh, but they win it over over DBU. Uh, again, a quality opponent. And uh, hey, to me, it's it's this is the best win of the five that Mitch Thompson and the Bears have gotten because yeah. of who it is and because of how it was. I think this is a terrific win. Because, like, to your point, uh, the big problem with them – in those late inning situations has been closing out wins and securing leads to you know win the baseball game but they they clawed their way back and fought back and and that's a good sign to see with a team that has started not not the way that they would want to of course but the show, showing that they can still fight and claw back that they're still all in it it was really exciting to see a great win for Mitch Thompson and company yep indeed it is now they welcome Mercer in for a three game set this weekend and Mercer, incidentally, I guess maybe it's their spring break. I don't know. But they're in Austin tonight. They're taking on Texas tonight. Then they'll travel to Waco, I guess, tomorrow and then uh, open a series on Friday night against the Bears. So they're in the they're in the Lone Star State for, for four or five days. So Mercer will be here Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, right here. And uh, we'll have those games. Now, de- depending on basketball results – will determine whether or not the game is on ESPN or whether it's on Fox Sports Central Texas. So uh, we'll, we'll just have to keep you posted as things as things unfold for, on, on Friday for, for Baylor basketball and for Baylor basketball on Thursday night. Uh, that will dictate where the games are placed coming up this weekend for, for baseball. So anyway, good win for Mitch Thompson's team, 8-7. They're now 5-8 and eight as they welcome in Mercer coming up on Friday. Uh, let's see here. The uh, Baylor softball team, a, a boy, this group is getting it done. 17 and 2, and they're off to the Louisville Slugger Invitational. This is an interesting tournament. It's it, from, from Baylor, and I, I don't know, maybe it goes all weekend. Maybe there's so many teams, it's, it goes all weekend. But for Baylor, it's tonight, two Thursday, two Friday. They do not play Saturday or Sunday. Getting all their games in early. Yeah, I mean, so they're going to get a weekend off during spring break. So how how rare is it for a baseball or a softball team to have a weekend off during the season? The entire weekend. Yeah, you don't see that very often. Nope, but they're, again, and I know Glenn Moore's not a big big fan of five in a week because it, it just taxes your team, but that's what they got again this week. Uh, they had it week before last. They had four this, this last weekend, then they're going to have five this week. They'll play tonight against Cal State Fullerton, and uh, that game will be, I believe, at 6 o'clock our time, 545 for the warm-up show. 
over on 101.3 FM. Then Thursday, they play uh, Boston University and Long Beach State. And on Friday, they play Columbia and Loyola Marymount. All of those games on 101.3 FM. So there you go. So good luck to, uh, to Glenn Moore and the uh, Baylor softball team. And again, terrific start at 17-2. and two. All right, 7-16, 16 after 7. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and read this one from the CNC Collision Center text line, and then we'll, we'll dive into it a little deeper coming up in our next segment. Uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, since Lamar Jackson, and he put L. Jackson, since Lamar Jackson was not protected, if the cap was not a factor, would the Cowboys be interested in getting him? Who? Well, first of all, the cap is a factor, but yeah. if it wasn't, I think there's I, – yeah, I mean, I, he's a terrific player. And Jerry Jones has never shied away from going after the flashy players. Yes. Oh, boy, isn't that the truth? Yeah. I think a lot of teams would be interested. I, I, I yeah. mean, seriously, I, I, it, the cap – but the cap is is a factor. We're going to get into why Lamar got the, got the, um, got the tag yesterday. And you have to decide. I mean – the Ravens aren't talking that I could see other than to say that we're going to continue to negotiate. And I think they got until, what, July 17th? Yes, like right, right before training camp. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. But And they say they're going to continue to negotiate. And, you know, they're also going to sit back and say, okay, Lamar, go get a number. Let's try it this way. We couldn't agree. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get into all that coming up in a minute. It is uh, 7-17. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women open play in the Big 12 tournament Friday against Iowa State. 7 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 7.30 tip-off Friday. Follow Nikki Collin and the Baylor women through the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City on 104.9 FM. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select BX Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. 
Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 25. 5-4-8-8-3-5-5-0-0. It's Agritech Animal Health. Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20 plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Incommons Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. Incommons Bank, member FDIC. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, 722, welcome back into the program. Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ryan, again, Ward with the day off today. Spring break, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, we uh, <laughs> Ward has the day off. So Ryan and I holding down the fort, and we're glad you're with us. John Morse live from Kansas City at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Matt Mosley live from KC at 4 today, side of the uh, Phillips 66 Big 12 Basketball Tournament. And then tonight, 6 o'clock, the preview show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. So there you go. All right. We mentioned yesterday that Tony Pollard is going to get the franchise tag. 10 million, maybe 10.1, something in that neighborhood, uh, unless the Cowboys and Tony Pollard come to a long-term decision. Now, I did read an article today that said the Cowboys between Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott have about $27, $28 million tied up in running backs, and they can't do that. They just can't do that. So what happens to Zeke, I don't know. I, I I, I think, look, he's going to have to take a significant pay cut. Let's be honest. He is uh, to remain a cowboy or, or, or go do something else. Yeah. I mean, uh, there was those reports coming out where he said that, you know, he was willing to take a pay cut to stay in a cowboy's uniform. But how, how huge of a pay cut is he willing to yeah, take? Yeah. That's easy to say until yeah. they start talking numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, if they walk in and say, hey, look, here's, you know, we, we need a couple of bucks back. Well, that sounds okay until they tell you, it, you know, what that number is. And then, 
you know, hey, that's a slap in the face and I'm not doing it. Or, you know what? Okay, let's roll with that. I mean, so right now we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see how that goes. All right, let's talk about the Lamar Jackson thing. I, 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 I read 9 million conversations on Twitter last night. I've read a c- couple of articles. Uh, what? I don't know. I'm, I, and, and I'm one of those guys that try to come, instead of looking for the most complicated answer, I try to look for the most simple answer. What is it? When you get right down to the nuts and bolts of the matter, what is it? And, and for me, yes, he's 46 or 45 and 16 as a starter. Yes, he's the 2019 MVP. But yes, he has been hurt over the last couple of years. Yes, he's only got one playoff win. And with all of that in mind, are you willing to give him the money that he wants? And I, it, it, it maybe you're willing to give him the money, but not guaranteed. And I think that's what it gets right down to. That's that's what he wants as well. And I think all this stems from that Deshaun Watson deal with Cleveland. No I, I, I said that. I think that set an unbelievably unrealistic precedent for how much a quarterback should get in guaranteed money. And I think it, that was a mistake from the beginning from, from all sides. But I think that's what Lamar's looking at. Because I believe Le, Lamar doesn't have an agent. I believe he represents himself. He does. So And he's like... And that's a mistake. He got all the guaranteed money, so why shouldn't I? And that's his, that's his take on it. Well, yeah, and, and, and Cleveland's ownership went to management and said, I want this guy no matter what it takes. And they went and did that. They set the bar way too high. Everybody else in the National Football League went, you did it, we're not. Yeah, which is we good. Can. And again, because you want to protect your money and your salary cap and you're not willing to do that, that doesn't make it collusion. I've heard collusion 10 times today. Collusion means that everybody got in a room, so to speak, and said, let's don't do this. Let's all work together not to do this. That didn't happen. It didn't happen. No, I don't think so at all. What happened was they said, we're, we're, that's not in our budget for a guy that's, that the last couple of years hasn't been able to finish a season, a guy that's, what, one and three in playoffs, mm-hmm. and, and a guy that runs, you know, and, and, you know he, he uses his legs to be an effective quarterback as much as he throws. So is he susceptible to an injury? Dak Prescott. Uh, you, really? I mean, so they're not willing – the other teams in the league right now don't appear to be willing to pay the money. So, the, and the Ravens offered and offered and offered. And, and you know what? And give Lamar Jackson credit. He, he has a number in mind, and he's dug his heels into the ground and said, I'm not going to do anything less than this. So they've come to an impasse. And so th- the Ravens have said, we are going to continue to, in good faith, negotiate. Are we in the room? No. Are they negotiating in good faith? I don't know. We're not in the room. But if they say they are, take them at their word and let's see what happens. I mean, maybe they get a deal done. But they've also said, hey, go find that deal that you like with somebody else, and by golly, we'll match it. I think that's what's what they I think that's what they've said. I think that's kind of what they've come to, the conclusion they've come to. And that's the thing with that non-exclusive franchise tag. It gives Lamar the, uh, the freedom and ability to do that, to see like, okay, and, so here's what they offer me. Can you? Right. And, and, and look, the tag, the non-exclusive, the exclusive. But some, now you're really getting into the weeds yeah. a little bit. I think, I, think I, I saw this morning only four players in the, in the history of the league have gotten the non-exclusive. 
Or the exclusive. The, the exclusive, I mean, yeah. yes. Uh, only four. But, no, they went non-exclusive. They've given him the right to go talk to other people, find out what the market will bear, and then let's get back in a room and, and, and get this thing done. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, because he, he could go around all these other teams and hear out their offers, and it could be not even close to what the Ravens That's exactly have been right. offering. Him, That's so. exactly right. And he could go back and be like, okay, so you guys are going to offer me the most guaranteed money from what all the offers I've considered, so I'll come back and play for you So, And again, you hear everything because there's so much out there. Between the internet and, and talk radio, you've heard – he wants 231 because Deshaun Watson got 230. He wants 231 guaranteed. You've heard all along that the, the Browns, the Ravens rather, excuse me, have been offering 131. Well, I heard a report this morning that said, hey, back in September, they offered 161. So which, which one is it? Which I, <laughs> I mean, what? I, I can't imagine turning down 161 guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh. I can't sign your name and you've got a hundred and sixty one million. Hey, back to train up, sign your name and you got a hundred and thirty one million dollars guaranteed. Yes. Ugh. That's what I mean. Golly. It's not. Hey, look, you got, you've got all these game checks. It's a hundred and thirty one million dollars for signing your name. We owe it to you. Period. Paragraph. If you stink up the joint, we owe it to you. If you get injured in a preseason game, we owe it to you. It does not matter. It's guaranteed. And I and I get you want the very most you can get. I mean, he's looking at this deal as the deal. You know, this is his deal. Does he get it? He's not getting 231. I think no. that's pretty clear. No, no. I think the Ravens think, have made that very clear. He's think, not getting 231. I'm not sure if anyone's going to get that ever again. At least not anytime soon. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, does does the market drive it up? It keeps it, Everything drives its way up. It doesn't drive yeah. it down. Uh, you know, does, does, a, does, a, does Patrick in, in Kansas City get that kind of money on his next deal if he – Wins another Super Bowl or two? Good. I don't know. Does does the guy in Cincinnati get one if he wins it? You know, you, you know, I mean, what is the perceived value of these guys? But you're right. The guaranteed money thing is the hard part. And the, But that $230 million precedent, it's been set. Whether you like it or not, it's there. So It is. How'd that work out for him? Not very good so far. Right. I mean, he, he did not get to play, but nope. a portion of the season – and what they do in that in that they weren't very good. No. They're not very good. No. So and it, you know, and if you and again, when you start talking about the salary cap and all those things that go into it, if you pour all that money into one or two players, how can you be any good? Because you can't really you don't have the money to what build you, around them. What are you putting around them? What are you putting better yet, what are you putting on the other side of the football? I mean, if you pour it into your offensive football team, how good are you going to be on the defensive side? I mean, yeah. you know, so he's not getting 231. No. He's not. So. It's not going to happen. From anywhere. No, not it's just not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, so we'll see over the next couple of weeks, next few weeks, how this thing rolls uh, as far as offers are concerned and, and what the opportunities present themselves to him. And then – you watch the Ravens 
and Lamar Jackson will get back in a room and eventually get this hammered out. But, you know, why didn't he get hammered out a year ago? I don't know. It, it, it's, it just goes on and on and on. And, oh, by the way, let's keep an eye on Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Let me say this. I said this the other day, and I, and I know that half of New York City flew out to meet Aaron Rodgers. Well, they did. Yeah, they did. I mean, they, they flew to him. Right. They, they, sure they, they loaded up a plane and everybody, you know, you know, the trainer, the offensive coordinator. I mean, they all went, you know, I mean, head of cheerleading. I mean, they all went <laughs> yeah, they to meet. Aaron Rodgers is going to get $60 million and he's going to be in a Green Bay Packers uniform. I agree. That's He loves this show. He does. He loves this show. He does it every year. He last, loves this show. Last two or three years, it's been the same song and dance. So, there you go. What's your opinion on, on Lamar Jackson? What's your opinion on Aaron Rodgers? Our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. Love to hear from you. We talked to RJ Achua. He's with uh, Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. We do it next. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 16th, and hear from equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell and men's golf coach Mike McGraw. That's Thursday, March 16th from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a public service announcement and a warning to be vigilant. As you know, for over six years, we've been fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas, a noble cause you think everyone would be on board with, right? Wrong. So we will get phone calls with people saying, we don't agree with your cause, and you should take those offensive ads off the air. We have even had negative reviews strictly because we've taken our fight to the airwaves, enlisting good citizens like you. It only proves one thing. Communism is alive in America. The battle is real, people, and we need your help. But we're not asking you to do it alone. That's why we've slashed prices on all solid bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 and 20% off. Stay sharp, my friends. Keep Texas free and don't drive a naked truck. Get more details on the Pickup Outfitters website, createacommotion.com. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254. 8835500 It's Agritech Animal Health 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It was a late night at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears and Dallas Baptist played 12 innings before a bloop single by Colby Branch brought home the game winner and an 8-7 Baylor win. Baylor softball opens tournament play in California against Cal State Fullerton at 6 o'clock tonight. You can hear the play-by-play on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC softball is on the road for a doubleheader at Blinn. The High Lassies are looking to improve on their 17-5 record. Highlander basketball opens play at 5 this afternoon in the Region 5 postseason tournament. They face Midland in the opening round. The first round of the Big 12 men's basketball tournament is tonight in Kansas City. West Virginia takes on Texas Tech at 6. And Oklahoma and Oklahoma State tangle at 8.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 737, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. A lot of NFL conversation going on. That's just the way the National Football League wants it here in the month of March. We got uh, March Madness coming up in a couple of days and the uh, the conversations about the NFL. Uh, let's welcome into the program from Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, RJ Ochoa. Good morning, RJ. How you doing? I'm doing great, guys. You bumped me in with yellow card. What a what a time to be alive. I'm feeling fantastic now. Uh, well, we just played PL a minute ago, I mean, with the new Big 12 basketball song. So, I mean, this is kind of a hip, cool, cool morning show, uh, RJ. I hope you hope you hope you locked in with us. Yeah, that's my that's always been my uh, interpretation and understanding <laughs> of who you guys are. All right. Uh, I, we're going to I'm going to start away from the Cowboys. I'm going to start with this Lamar Jackson thing. Uh, just your gut. I mean, is it collusion or is it just the Ravens doing what they feel like is their due diligence and not guaranteeing 231? I think that uh, of all teams who have expressed, um, you know, an, I guess an opinion on this, I think it's it's fair to understand where the Ravens are coming from. Obviously, Lamar has uh, a bit of an injury, you know, history now. Um, obviously Lamar has an incredible resume, right? Like I think you can understand the arguments between both his or the player and his specific team. Um, I, I think where, where people are, are kind of feeling like this smells funny um, is the fact that immediately, you know, when, within whatever it was an hour, all of these teams who are, are seemingly all so needy at the quarterback position um, publicly in, in an elite organized fashion, announced that they wanted nothing to do with this. And that just is, is kind of strange, especially when normally when a player like this hits the open market, um, you know, there's, there's kind of a feeding frenzy for him. I, I saw somebody made a, a great point with regards to the Panthers, um, who stood a little bit further down in the top 10, that it would cost less from a draft perspective to, you know, sign Lamar and, and forfeit the two first round draft picks, obviously associated with the non-exclusive tag. Then it would decline into the you know top three of the draft order, and so 
when you look at it that way, it's difficult to, to not at least consider the option, right? And so, so many teams announcing that they don't want to be doing that definitely kind of smells funny. Well, in, in not, not to go get in a tit-for-tat back and forth, for me, it's, I don't think it's that the, the, the organizations aren't interested. I think they're not interested in guaranteed money. Do you think that's fair? I do. Obviously, the Deshaun Watson contract is a precedent, but it's not the only one. I mean, Kirk Cousins, you know, established a fully guaranteed contract. But not at no 231. That's true, um, obviously. And and that's where, you know, I'd be curious. I think everybody would understand, you know, if Lamar is open to something like that, a fully Mm -hmm. guaranteed deal at at three years or whatever. Mm -hmm. But. Um, but so that being the case, if, if that were true, if, if teams, you know, really were avoiding a $200 million fully guaranteed sort of deal, then I, I have to imagine with so many teams understanding what he wants, that his actual contractual demands down to the, the final dollar would be very public information if, if it was passing through so many people by way of a game of telephone. But um, that, that, I'm not, you know, full out, you know, tinfoil hat in the movie signs, you know, watching the, the TV or anything. Uh, but but I can understand how people can make that leap. All right, let, let's jump to the Cowboys, and let's begin with Tony Pollard. Do you feel good about the Cowboys tagging him and continuing the conversation to get a deal done? I certainly am fine with the tag. I don't know how I feel about the long-term deal. Obviously, it comes down to money, and that's that's you know what everyone's going to say. Well, it depends on the deal. It depends on the price, et cetera, et cetera. I'm thrilled to have Tony Pollard as a part of the team in 2023. And that's kind of the extent of the knowledge or extent of the, you know, emotion I have, I should say, um, on the subject. Because, look, I, I think that we've gone a little far with running backs don't matter. You can find one whenever, wherever, however. I think that that is true in a general sense. But we don't have to dismiss the talent, you know, that an that a expensive running back provides. Um, and so that being the case, I, I do think every Cowboys fan, for the most part, has said to themselves, I never want to pay any running back anything ever again. So they're completely and totally spooked and warded off by the idea of, of locking Tony Parr down to a long-term deal. But I, I do ultimately kind of land in a place where I don't know what this team's going to look like in 2024. Is Michael McCarthy going to be the head coach? The only thing I'm supremely confident in is that Dak Prescott will be the quarterback, especially if he gets his extension this offseason, that C.D. Lamb will be in line for his contract extension, that Michael Parsons will be contract extension for the first time. But I don't know if Michael Gallup will, will hang on through 2024. I don't know if Tony Pollard will. I mean, if they have a new coach, they might need a new offensive shaping, a new offensive identity. And so – I understand that wanting to tie yourselves down to really anyone that is kind of an ancillary part of this beyond this specific season. So with that, with the tag with Tony Pollard, what does that mean for Zeke? Do the Cowboys let him walk? Do they draft a running back in the first round? And also, hey, there's Malik Davis in there as well. What does that mean for him? I'm a big fan of Malik Davis, but but I think he's probably not a, a serious factor into these conversations. I, I think if, if Zeke is you know out of the picture, obviously Malik is is a veteran on your team, and and that probably ensures his spot on the roster um, come you know the regular season. But I, I'm not buying the Bijan stuff at 26. Um, I just that that has never made any sense to me. A tight end doesn't make sense to me either. Um, it, it's just that kind of year, and so. Um, I, I mean, I, I know Jerry said last week that, that he views a world or could see a world where they can keep them both. It's just, it's difficult to understand. And it's not even the money associated with it. If you can get Zeke to take an enormous pay cut, 
it's the, the reality is the Cowboys, the, mo- the most important thing they have to do this offseason is get more explosive offensively. And that's why it makes sense to bring Tony Pollard back because if you lose him, you're down one of the few explosive players who you have. And the unfortunate reality is that a touch for Zeke is a touch in the non-explosive category. And, and I'm not saying you have to have, you know, turners and burners at every spot and, and dudes who, who run four four forties, but Zeke is, is a, a completely and totally non-explosive player at this point in his career. And so you're sacrificing potential by having him utilized. And, and that sounds blunt. That sounds like an exaggeration, but you have to reach that mindset, I think, in, in order to get where we want the Cowboys to go. And it's been a wonderful ride, but I just, I, I can't see logically how Zeke could be on this team. He, he's a valued member of the locker room and all of that is great. But at this point, we're, we're looking at this as, as a chessboard and you've, you can't have pawns or knights. You, you've got to have queens and rooks. Those are the most powerful pieces. I like that rook, man. That's one of my favorites. Uh, hey, I, as far as Dak is concerned, I think we all agree that he's going to be uh, – he's, he's, he's the cowboy quarterback of the future. He's getting an extension. Is he getting an extension because of his play and he deserves an extension? Or are the Cowboys looking at extending Dak because they got to clean up that salary cap hit? I think it's a a case of multiple things can be true, which is often the case in in life, not just football, but it it can be true that the Dak has has played at a call it elite, very good, whatever, you know, adjective you want to use. He's he's been one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL since signing his his deal two years ago. Um, The market has gone up. And so, you know, Dak obviously is is aware of that. Uh, The Cowboys need salary cap space. And this is a a quick and obvious way to alleviate an enormous amount for, for other purposes, for the purposes of helping him. And I mean, if, if you're looking at the nucleus of this team, the the player most likely to be playing at at the level that they are in three to four years is Dak. And, And some of that is, is Dak, but some of that is relative to his position, right? Like it's just, not as likely that non-quarterbacks play at an elite level further and further into their careers the way we've seen. Obviously, these, these older quarterbacks that are much older than Dak. But, um, so I think when you kind of land in the middle of the Venn diagram of all these things, it just makes sense. And it, it makes sense to do it as soon as possible. And this is just a, f- a phenomenon that I don't understand why people can't grasp. I mean, we now live in a world Daniel Jones makes as much money per year as Dak Prescott, and that will likely change. Um, but the reality is that quarterback contracts, I mean, they're like driving your new car off the lot. I mean, they depreciate almost instantly. We're in an offseason where Jalen Hurts is eligible for a contract extension. So is Joe Burrow. So is Justin Herbert. I mean, it is, it is going to be very quickly that, you know, the status quo for a franchise quarterback is $48, $49 million per year. I mean, we laughed at the idea. Actually, Derek Carr, who got his new deal this week with the Saints, was at one point in time, like seven years ago, the highest paid quarterback in NFL history, averaging $25 million a year. So you have to understand that you have to bite the bullet. And where the Cowboys aired before is that they waited and waited and waited and dragged this thing on and ultimately cost themselves in the process. Do you, do you believe that the Cowboys, with Dak going into year eight, do you think they look in the later rounds for a quarterback? Is this quarterback class that deep to where there would be a, a decent quarterback available in like the fourth or fifth rounds that, could, that the Cowboys could draft and have sit and learning behind Dak? I think you should consider that regardless of, you know, kind of where your older quarterback is at. And, and mm-hmm. Dak is you know going to be 30, but, you know, I, I don't know that that's the biggest deal, but 
I mean, you, you have to restock and replenish and, and continue to develop. And that is kind of a Mike McCarthy staple and something he, he did for a long time in Green Bay. Um, and so it would behoove the Cowboys. I mean, you just you never know what, what can happen. You never know what a season has in store for you. You know, if your quarterback's going to fracture his thumb and miss five weeks or if he's going to tear his ACL and be gone for the season or if the quarterback you took a lotto ticket on in the fifth round develops into an intriguing prospect and you can flip him the way the Patriots did Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, there, it, it is a world of infinite possibilities. And so it, it is the most valuable position in the game as evidenced by the fact that, that Dak won't have to do anything this off season, except sign a few papers and he'll make a significantly more amount of money per year because of the way the market works. And so that the market is so desperate that the market rightfully will pay Daniel Jones $40 million a year. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, the, the more lottery tickets you can collect and, and stockpile and hold on to in the event that one takes off and you can cash in on it, however you see fit, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. So I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I would encourage the Cowboys to draft a quarterback on day three this year. Speaking of quarterbacks, I, I, I know that you're you're knee deep in in following and taking care of the Cowboys stuff. But what's what's your what's your gut tell you about Aaron Rodgers? Does he is he seriously interested in a in a gig with the New York Jets, or is this just Aaron Rodgers having fun in the offseason and he's back in a Packers uniform this fall? I think Aaron Rodgers is really enjoying being courted. Um, I think that this is kind of what he's been screaming about for the last two off seasons in a row, right? Aaron wants to be loved. Aaron wants to be appreciated. Aaron wants to be told he's the missing piece. He's the most important. And obviously he's one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever live. Um, so I think he's enjoying um, the attention that has come from all of this. And, and I think that, you know, I, I think time has just kind of run its course there. And, and I think that, his team is at a point now where they don't really want him back. And so I don't think Aaron Rodgers is the type of person who's going to return and grovel with the Packers to let him continue to be their franchise quarterback. And I think he has the least amount of leverage that he's had in, in recent years, at least. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, at this point, why not? Anything can happen. And, and the poetry of it all, I mean, and many people have pointed this out, that the time in their careers, the ages they, they were and are, Far getting traded to the Jets, it, it would only be right for us to be truly living in a simulation uh, for this to happen again and for Aaron Rodgers to be traded to the Jets specifically um, and, and for everything to unfold in a manner in which, you know, we're, we're all kind of accustomed to. So, yeah, let's get weird. I mean, let, let's see Aaron Rodgers in, in New York playing for the Jets. I also would like to see the Jets with some interesting attention. I mean, they, they were a cute story this past season, but they were clearly not built to last. So, um, I'm all in. I mean, now now the tinfoil hat is on. Like, I'm I'm all for this. Let's ride. Uh, Jets, Aaron Rodgers, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, all of them. Let's enjoy this. RJ, what are you working on for uh, for Blog of the Boys right now? Well, um, it is the off season, and so we started a Madden franchise. Uh, so every week I play a game within our Madden franchise, um, as the Cowboys, obviously. Um, and I'm, I'm looking to, to win the Super Bowl. That's the goal. I lost to the Bengals in week two. It was really disappointing, but I bounced back last week and beat the New York Giants. And so uh, we're two and one. We're moving forward. I'm going to record that here. 
Uh, and more than anything, I'm proud of this because it's given me a legitimate excuse to tell my wife, I'm sorry, honey, I have to go play mad. It's for work. <laughs> um, so um, I'll, I'll see you later. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to hopefully get to three and one. That is the goal. We're just trying to get better every single week. So, uh, and I hope you do. I, I, and, and you know what? I, I, I get it. You, you've got to work, and, and that's, that's an important aspect of this, this thing. So good stuff. Hey, RJ, thanks. Uh, we appreciate your time. As always, we'll, we'll, we'll visit with you again soon. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you later. RJ Achoa from Blog of the Boys at ESPN San Antonio. It is uh, 751. If you're out and about on your way to work this morning, drive safely. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Recently on Game Time. So the other day when we were talking about whatever it was I was talking about, it's Thursday, <laughs> so we went into axe throwing. This was invented in the Middle Ages, I'm sure, across the ocean. 100 miles In the Middle more. East or Middle Asia. Middle Asia. Asia. Where, is the that? Where, where exactly is that? In the middle. Oh, of course it is. Isn't it in the middle of the world? Kind of depends on where the earth is turning. Yeah, because it changes, right? Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. And as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It was a late night at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears and Dallas Baptist played 12 innings before a bloop single by Colby Branch brought home the game winner and an 8-7 Baylor win. Baylor softball opens tournament play in California against Cal State Fullerton at 6 o'clock tonight. You can hear the play-by-play on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC softball is on the road for a doubleheader at Blinn. The High Lassies are looking to improve on their 17-5 record. Highlander basketball opens play at 5 this afternoon in the Region 5 postseason tournament. They face Midland in the opening round. The first round of the Big 12 men's basketball tournament is tonight in Kansas City. West Virginia takes on Texas Tech at 6. And Oklahoma and Oklahoma State tangle at 8.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that on this day in 1930, you're going to like this, Tom, mm-hmm. baseball slugger Babe Ruth signed a two-year contract for a then-huge $160,000, which at the time was a record. And the Yankees general manager, Ed Barrows, was quoted as saying, no one will ever be paid more. Than $160,000. Well, he wanted one hundred and sixty-one, so that's collusion. <laughs> Sorry. Collusion from the Yankees front staff. But, yes, $160,000. I thought you get a kick of that quote. Good grief. No one will ever make more than $160,000. <sighs> then also, on this day in 1936, did you know that the first ever stock car race was held? Really? In Daytona Beach, Florida. Daytona? Daytona. The uh, How far did they go? How many miles does it say? That I do not know. Okay. This is the first ever race, so the birth of NASCAR, you could the say. The birth of Daytona. Birth of the Daytona 500. There you go. 1936. And today, uh-huh. in 1976, Heinz Ward was born. He turns 47 today. Good he, player. He was born in Seoul, South Korea, one of four Korean-born players in NFL history. Really? Only four. One of them is Young Hui Koo, the Falcons kicker currently. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Kyle Love, who is a defensive tackle uh, in the late 2000s. And then John Lee, who was a kicker in the 90s, I believe. One of four Korean-born players, two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl 40 MVP. And he's the head coach of the San Antonio Brahmas in the XFL. Well, there you go. Happy birthday to Heinz Ward. Also... On this day in 1971, Joe Frazier ended Muhammad Ali's 31-fight winning streak at Madison Square Garden in New York City. He retained the heavyweight boxing title by unanimous points decision over a 15-round bout, which was labeled as the fight of the century. And looking at that, it made me think, wow, Muhammad Ali was on a 31-fight winning streak going into that match. So it made me think, what are the longest winning streaks in boxing history? So I have the top 10 right here at 10 and 9. Cesar Rene Swanka and Larry Holmes both won 48 matches in a row. Rocky Marciano, 49 in a row. Rocky. Floyd Mayweather Jr., 50. Ricardo Lopez, 52. And then some of these guys are like back in the 1910s and 20s. Willie Pep, 62 in a row. 69 in a row for Jimmy Barry. Packy McFarland with 75 bout. Bouts one in a row. And then two biggest, Julio Cesar Chavez, 90 fights in a row. Really? And then Jimmy Wilde, the all-time record, uh, this was in the 20s, 94 
bites one in a row. I'd bet on him. I would too. <laughs> All right, there you go. Did you know? Seven fifty-eight. Time now for the uh, Baylor Sports Beat program. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a signature win for Mitch Thompson in Baylor baseball. Baylor acrobatics and tumbling in action tonight. And Baylor softball opening a tournament in California. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Baylor Bear Basketball from the Big 12 Tournament in Kansas City on ESPN Central Texas. During Ram Truck Month, shop the greatest selection of new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks have all the quality for work or play. With impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride, and a luxury feel interior design. If you're looking for a truck that can do it all, come see the possibilities of a Ram truck. And if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams. Shop DCJ.com or come in to see us today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back on today's Baylor Sports Beat from Kansas City, where Baylor men's basketball opens play in the Big 12 tournament tomorrow morning on the air at 11, tip off at 11.30 tomorrow for the quarterfinal matchup between Baylor and Iowa State. A signature extra inning win for Mitch Thompson and Baylor baseball last night Colby Branch got a bases-loaded bloop single in the bottom of the 12th inning for an 8-7 win over Dallas Baptist. The Baseball Bears now hosting Mercer, a three-game series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling in action tonight at Oregon, 8 p.m. match time. Follow along at BaylorBears.com. And 20th-ranked Baylor softball playing in the Louisville Slugger Invitational beginning today in Long Beach, California, playing five different schools over a three-day period. Here's Baylor softball assistant coach Hoot Jonigan. Yeah, we you know, we start tomorrow. We got uh, Cal State Fullerton, and uh, they've played some quality competition thus far and actually beat some quality teams. So, you know, they've got a couple of good pitchers on the mound that uh, can stifle you a little bit. So, again, it's another challenge. But we always, you know, the thing we've done thus far is we've kind of stepped up to that challenge and answered the bell. And I know our California girls are excited to go back home and got got a lot of family members out there uh, that are, that are going to be at the games as well. We'll have a, you know, a Baylor crowd out there. Uh, and, and we're excited. But, you know, we've got Long Beach State. you got Boston University. I mean, there's, there's some quality competitions out there. And, again, it's an opportunity for us to go out and, and compete and get better and continue to evaluate and find the best nine. So, like I said, in two weeks when we get to conference play, we'll, uh, we'll kind of know which best nine to, to, be, to put on the field, the best combination uh, offensively, defensively, and in the circle to help us uh, go out and win ballgames. 
That's Baylor assistant softball coach Hoot Jonigan. Baylor softball opening play in Long Beach, California today against Cal State Fullerton. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Hour two of the program, game time, presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, Tom and Ryan. We're Happy to have you with us here, Ward with the day off, and uh, we roll along here talking talking sports with you on this uh, on this hump day Wednesday. Uh, again, coming up uh, in a few minutes, uh, we'll, we'll talk some Cyclones basketball, both uh, Baylor men and women taking on Iowa State in the uh, Big 12 basketball tournament, the uh, Baylor men Thursday morning, 1130, 11 o'clock pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas, and the uh, Baylor women on Friday night. At seven thirty, seven p.m. for the uh, for the broadcast time. All right, uh, it is uh, just after eight o'clock, eight o three. This is game time. We did this for you this morning at, at the top of the show. For those who may have missed it, we're going to bring it back in. I, I thought it was kind of a fun thing, kind of a cool thing, and it is it is the Big Twelve kind of expanding what they do as far as their presentation and they've got a song dedicated and committed for the Phillips 66 Big 12 basketball tournament. Welcome to the Big 12 where every night's a battle till the end the energy and T-Mobile center on average is a 10. No other conference in this country's got this passion for a win. There you go. That's PL. Now you were telling me that uh, PL is more of a uh, composer than he is composer a, producer. Yeah, but he's clearly a, a terrific performer right there. I, huh? I agree. I yeah, agree. that's good stuff right there. Great song. And can, again, can you see that happening in all sports? Yes, uh, absolutely. When it comes to conference competition, conference championships, and I stuff? think so. And, and one of the conversations we we always have about these these conference things. Does the conference football championship stay at AT&T? Does the basketball tournament stay in Kansas City? Does the baseball softball tournaments move around? Softball's in Oklahoma City. Baseball is uh well, for years it was in Oklahoma City. Now it's it's in Arlington. So it has moved around and it's been in Arlington before at the old ballpark uh you know that's now Choctaw Stadium or whatever it's called. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's it's hosted the uh, the Big Twelve baseball tournament, but for the most part, it's been in Oklahoma City. Do you like the concept or the idea of locking it into a place and this being the home of, or do you want to see it move around and let fans from all over the place see it? Me personally, I'd like to have it at a different location every year. You know, just keep things fresh and you know, I mean, I I, I get the idea of having it in one central location so you just you know where it's going to be when it's going right. to be every year. But mm-hmm. I I think I think it's cool to have it fresh and have a new destination every year and, and plus like you said geographically you know if it's in a different spot you know different fans have a better chance to come out and see it as well I, I agree totally I I'm you know I know the Kansas City's done a terrific job hosting the thing but let's be honest it's 25 miles or so from Lawrence Kansas 
Do you think there's going to be a couple of Kansas Jayhawk fans there? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's a home floor, man. <laughs> I mean, it is. You know, uh, Iowa State fans, it's going to be packed. Kansas State fans, it's going to be packed. A couple of hours. You know, I, I would like to see it move around. Could it be? Could it be in Dallas? Uh, sure, it could. You know, could it, you know? And what happens when the new expansion comes into play? And we have a BYU. We have a Central Florida. We have a Cincinnati. Uh, we have Houston. Uh, so you've, you've got some, some other geographic locations that give a bigger footprint. Is, is Kansas City still the right place? I th- well, and I th- another thing with Brett Yormark when he got here, saying open for business, trying to expand the Big 12, I think – That'd probably be the decision he leans more towards is moving it all around just to get the Big 12 name, brand out there in different cities across the country. So I think that'd be something that Brett Yormark would probably lean towards. I'd like to get your opinion on the CNC Collision Center text line. You like? Do you like things kind of locked in so you know what's happening? AT&T for football. Or could it go to, could it go to, could it go to Houston? You got a dome stadium there? I think it has to be in a dome stadium person. And I know they've held it outside in Kansas City before. But I'm sorry. Uh, it's cold in December. <laughs> no. And they've held it at night before. Uh, I, I personally think from a weather's perspective, you need to be in a dome stadium. But there's dome stadiums in other places. Can it move around? Can, can, uh, can the basketball tournament, is, is it, would it be okay if we moved it around a little bit? Uh, your opinion? Here's Scott Drew talking with, Matt Mosley yesterday on the Matt Mosley show, and he kind of discussed his thoughts on the tournament. Well, I, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, I think with the expansion in the next couple of years, we'll see about where it moves and uh, it's such a great event. You might as well share it with all the fan bases. Um, but while it's up there, uh, I know they do a great job with it. And it's definitely a, uh, an advantage for Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State. Um, but at the same time, uh, I know our players – Love the opportunity to play in the best uh, postseason uh, uh, tournament uh, as far as conference tournament and how things are run and what they do. There you go, Scott Drew. And uh, and I agree. I mean, you know, if it stayed there, it'd be fine because it, they do a great job uh, running the tournaments. But I, I personally, you know what? Could you take it to San Antonio? Could you, you know, could you take it to Orlando? I mean, you could. Yeah. They got the, the Magic Arena over there. There's, there's places all over. There's all, they're enclosed arenas all mm-hmm. over the country, near where every Big Twelve current team and the teams that are coming in as well can play at. Right. I mean, you think West Virginia wouldn't mind going to Orlando as opposed to to Kansas City? You know, I, and what about BYU? You know, uh, would they like to see it maybe move around a little? I, you, you know, I don't know. There's there. So I, I would think all of those things are open for conversation and for discussion. Uh, and, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. But for me, it would not bother me a bit if they, if they shared these, these events and shared it with fans. and Because, look, not every fan is going to be able to get on an airplane and fly someplace for the Big 12 baseball tournament or the softball tournament or, or the basketball. Or, you know, and if your team's not in it, are you going to go to the, to the football championship unless – it was close by where you could jump in a car and drive and go go be a part of the event. So I think sharing it would would you know, par- particularly when you're 
when you're thinking about the growth of the conference with these new programs coming in. So I, I think it'd be a great idea to share it with uh, other parts of the country. I agree completely. And, I, and that's part of his deal, isn't it? I mean, he wants the West Coast time zone and, you know, he wants all four time zones. And if you're going to get that, you might as well share it. Expand the brand. Just put it, put that brand, put that logo, bring that presence to as many cities across the country as you can. And I guarantee you that's his goal. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. So that's, uh, that's the Big 12 basketball tournament. It's coming up, uh, coming up starting tonight. Uh, and Baylor plays tomorrow night. Baylor women play on fr- uh, tomorrow morning, rather eleven thirty. And Baylor women play on Friday night. So there, there you go. We'll, we'll and we'll have those games right here on ESPN Central Texas. All the Baylor women's games will be on Fox one hundred four point nine FM. All right, uh, and it all leads into the NCAA basketball tournament. Do you keep an eye on bracketology? Do you follow that very closely? Not closely. I do keep an eye on it. I check on it every once in a while, but not daily, no. See, I'm locked into it. I mean, I I, I get a kick out of it. And, and you know, Jill Lenardi at ESPN and Jerry Palms over, over at CBS, they do a tremendous job. And, well, they're pretty darn accurate when it comes yeah. to, to picking this thing. Right now, CBS, which is, which is what, Jerry Palms? Or, yes. Yeah. He's got Baylor. Let me see. He's got Baylor as a three seed in the West, out West. And so that would mean Baylor would open against Kennesaw State in Columbus, Ohio. And then they would play the winner of the uh, the Nevada and Northwestern game, if I, if I got this figured out right. Yeah, that's right. So Northwestern and Nevada is the 6-11 game. Baylor and Kennesaw State is the 3-14. That's what he's got there, out West and starting in uh, in Col- in Columbus. So there you go. Uh, as far as the ESPN bracket, Joe Lenardi, he's got Baylor. I believe he has Baylor as a two seed. He does. He has him on the two line playing Montana State in Denver. And then the uh, winner of that game, obviously, you, you're hoping Baylor as a two beats a 15. They would then play the winner of Iowa and Boise State. That's the 7-10 game. And, of course, that starts in Denver, and that's in the east. So they would then advance to New York City. So that's what that's what CBS – I mean, uh, ABC uh, – I'm sorry, ESPN has, uh, Joe Lenardi. Now, on the women's side, the uh, the women – are picked by Charlie Cream and, and on the on the ESPN site, Charlie's got Baylor as an eighth seed in uh in 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 Columbia, South Carolina. Not good. So that means if you you play the nine, eight plays the nine, they would he has them playing Gonzaga. And then after that he's got them playing the winner of uh the play in game, which is Chattanooga and Southeast Louisiana. That that team, that winner plays South Carolina, the number one team in the world. Uh, and the winner of that game would then play the winner of the Baylor-Gonzaga game. So that's that's a tough draw if indeed he's correct, sending Baylor as the eighth seed to Columbia, South Carolina. Remember, first two rounds are on campus sites. Yeah, so. and yeah, 32-0 South Carolina. They're, uh, they've been unbelievable all year long, and that would be very tough task for the Baylor women. No one else has been able to do it. Nope. And then you break out. It's a little different. Then you break out and go to either – Seattle, Washington, or Greenville, South Carolina. So 
Uh, but yeah, the the first two would be in Columbia for for Baylor, according to this bracketology. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, and again, selections for the NCAA tournament will come up on Sunday evening, and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, I think four thirty or five for the men, and then the women will follow on ESPN. The men on CBS, and then the. Uh, the, the women on ESPN. So there you go. All right, uh, eight fourteen. We're fourteen minutes after eight. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Stephanie's coming in. You know what? We should we play the song a little clip for Stephanie of the Big Twelve song. You want to hear it? I heard it. Oh, you did. Yeah, I've yeah. heard it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. You like it? You like yeah, it? Yeah, I actually do. I think I, it's very good. I like it too. I told John I was ha- I, I, I was having a conversation with John Morris yesterday afternoon, and I said. Have you heard the song? He says, no, not yet. I think it, it was kind of being released about the time he was Wonder if he likes it. doing his show. And I said, let me play it for you. He did. Like yeah, it. he liked it. I, like I said, it. but get ready. You're going to hear it about 9 million times <laughs> this weekend. He's going to have it memorized yeah. by <laughs> Sunday. He'll be, he'll be out. He'll be out, you know, during commercial breaks, he'll get up on the on the floor of T-Mobile Center, start moonwalking or something. You <laughs> that watch, I, wanna, I've that seen, I want to see. I've seen J-Mo do it. I've seen him. Oh, oh so, really? Yeah, absolutely. He'll, he'll be moonwalking and all that That's stuff. hilarious. So, anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, this is uh, Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, and we're brought to you in part by Advanced Foundation Repair. Again, I've told you this a million times. I'm going to tell you a lot of stuff here about Advanced Foundation Repair. Here's what you really need to know. Lock into this. Fix it, Jimmy. Dot com. Fixitjimmy.com. That, that's what you need to know. You know, they have the, the, their radio commercials. They do all kinds of wacky stuff uh, on, on those commercials. But at the end of the day, it's fixitjimmy.com. And they can help you with any and all of your needs. They, they've been doing it for like 9 million years. No, seriously. Advanced Housing Leveling Foundation Repair has been lifting homes for over 120 years. So good stuff there. Uh, look, this is what happens. You call them, they come out. Advanced Foundation Repair is going to take the time to accurately assess your home so they can then show you where your home is is within the building tolerances or, or you may need some work. They'll then explain more precisely where any work should begin and where it should end. They'll match real-time measurements to the physical evidence of the movement in your home. They'll facilitate good communication and expectations for the work that will be done. In other words, no surprises when you deal with advanced foundation repair. So if, if you feel like maybe, you know what, we had an incredibly dry summer, I think the house may have shifted a little bit, and, you know, I'm having cl- trouble closing that bathroom door, uh, give advanced foundation repair a call, or better yet, go to fixitjimmy.com. That's fixitjimmy.com for advanced foundation repair. Baylor Bear Basketball from the Big 12 Tournament in Kansas City on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears open play in the Big 12 Tournament in Kansas City Thursday versus Iowa State. 11 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11.30 tip-off Thursday. Join Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Basketball from the Big 12 Tournament here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Everything Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, take 21. Bill Seals from the uh, Cyclone Reports coming up at 830 this morning. But right now, we have been knee-deep in, in baseball conversations. We've been knee-deep in 
and talking about the NFL and and, and, and bracketology and the cool song from my buddy PL. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be cool to see J Mo like <laughs> in Kansas City on national television or maybe on the big screen? You know, the in in stadium screen, they play the PL song and he starts moonwalking. And then John introduces PL for a live performance of the song at midcourt. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. That would no, that'd be, he's just, that'd he's be just spot P- on. You need, you need to text him. He's PL's background vocals. You need to text vocals. him and say, "Hey, we are putting bets on you to do the moonwalk to this song." I could see JMO being the mixer, sir. Oh sir mix yeah. A lot. yeah, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, spinning the ones he, and twos. He, yeah, he's the ones and twos guy. Yeah, JMO. Can you mix see that? A lot. JMO mix a lot. I can see him it. with a Big Twelve baseball cap on backwards, <laughs> <laughs> sunglasses, right? Yep. And, and spinning the ones and twos for this PL song. Uh, I would like to see that for real. He could you do need it. it. And, and maybe Pat Nunley doing the worm or something. <laughs> oh, God. the worm. That would be hilarious. See, you didn't know I knew that kind of stuff. I, I'm proud of you, actually. Yeah, I'm great. proud of I, you. I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? Oh All right, what do you got for us this morning? Well, do you know what today is, first off? It's Wednesday. What else? Hump day. Well, it is hump day, but it is International Women's Day. Did you know ah. that? I did not know that. Yes, it is created to celebrate women who have historical changes in history, political changes, mm-hmm. jobs. Very you nice. You know, because back in the day, women weren't allowed to work and they weren't as equal. So today is Celebrate International Women's Day. But with me in y'all's lives, we celebrate women every, every day. day. Yeah. <laughs> but as I was in the Googles. Yeah. I found this cool thing that they do in Ireland. You Ar- know, Ireland? You know, over there up above England. Um, it's above England? Yeah, I think. It is. All right. I oh. thought it was off to the kind of northeast. That is. Well, okay. Yes. All right. England's I, well, close to the middle of the earth, so it's up. Middle Asia? Well, it's across from Middle Asia, kind of. Anyways, so over there in Ireland, it is a huge thing. It is called Irish Road bowling and they don't have any bowling pins so what it is it's a like a metal ball like the size of a tennis ball maybe a little smaller looks like a shot put kind of right and people line the road and your contestants have to throw this metal ball for two miles and it's whoever throws the farthest the first throw and like if you throw it let's say a quarter mile i don't know if you can throw that far (laughs) can you throw a quarter mile i don't I don't know. A hundred yards. I don't know. Yeah, you can probably throw it a hundred yards. Maybe if you're an NFL quarterback. But anyways, you throw it, you stop, right? Wherever you throw it and where it lands, you stop. And then you keep throwing it. So whoever gets to the end of the two miles on the road wins. But the crazy thing about it is if you look it up on YouTube, people from all over come out. And they're all on the road. They're what if like they get standing. hit with that thing? That's what I'm thinking. I mean, that's kind of like not smart, right? Yeah, right That's in the a metal of the ball. And, I mean, people who are, are playing this game, they, like, take off running. Like, they fly through the air like Superman trying to throw this ball just to get to the end of the finish line. And there's people everywhere. It's like it's a celebration of some sort. They're probably drinking Guinness while they're doing it. <laughs> I don't know. So is this – are they trying to make the two-mile – Cover the two-mile distance first, or is it yes. in the least amount of throws? The, uh, well, you could do it two ways. First or least amount of throws. But oh. most of them that I've looked at, it's the least amount of throws. Yeah, okay. like, and which they, that would make sense. They're, they're, uh, we're watching a video of it right now, and they, they, they're they losing the ball. It's going, 
You know, like down in the ditches and stuff. They have like weed whackers to get the... Well, right. Kind of like golf when you hit your ball into the water or something or, you know, out of the golf course. So what do you do? I mean, I'm not a golfer. I guess you go after it. But if it hits the water, you don't jump in the water to get it, right? No. Okay. So this... Some people may. So this, you can see like the whole town is helping them find their ball. It is crazy. And I'm thinking, okay, if I'm a spectator watching this... And I see that metal ball come flying for me. I'm running and ducking because that could really hurt somebody. But like I said, it's a thing and they do it every year. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. I think we should could try it. We I'm, could do it. I'm, uh, I don't know if this is right or wrong, I'm getting, but I'm getting a pretty good geography lesson here. Okay, what is on, it? Uh, well, yeah, Ireland is less than 100 miles west of England. Ah, Scotland is above England. That's what I was thinking of. And Wales is between England and Ireland. Skyland? Scotland. 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 Yeah. So basically, Ireland's closest to the ocean. Freedom. Is that what he well, just said? Ireland is. Yeah, closer it, to the ocean. It is on the ocean. Oh, like its own yeah. little island. It's. <laughs> it, it borders. It's by the ocean. So that means they have a beach. But I haven't looked at a at a map of that part of the world in I'm a long have time. To. So I'm sorry that I don't know that. I don't have that memorized. Oh, you're so smart. Pull up, pull up a map. Let's look. Let's, Let's look to see. I want to see Grumpio fans even close. What does he do? Does he just like sit on his phone and look all this stuff up? Ireland sure is does. an island, according to him. So is he right? Is it 100 miles west? It's probably 99. Ireland is west. Yeah. Uh, it's a hundred miles or more. I can guarantee you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. But All yeah, right. There you go. I think we could. Wouldn't you need like a football helmet? I would think so. I mean, if you're like I said, if you're in the crowd watching this, and that metal ball hits you in the head, you're going down, down for the count. Huh. I'd be crying. And it may. It might knock some sense into me. <laughs> oh. So from the oh here we go the east shore of Ireland and the west shore of England, the Irish Sea sits in between there, 130 miles. So no, 100 miles or more. Yes, it's 100 okay. miles or more from England. Go. There you See? go. How do we get on like geography? I, well, Grumpy started giving us a geography lesson. We're talking about well, yeah, we're talking about Ireland. We are talking Irish. About Straight bowling. We should try it. All right. Go sell something. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. 828. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear Softball. All season long on 101.3 FM. It's on to the Long Beach Cal State Fullerton Tournament for Glenn Moore and Baylor Softball. Five games in four days beginning on Wednesday and running through Saturday for Baylor Softball. Join Jared Brown for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Look at my key ring that Leslie gave me. It's got my English Bulldog on it. It's so cute. Oh, you can't see it, but hey, that's it. That probably made a lot of noise in his ear, didn't it? Um, Probably so. It's pretty. It's my Bulldog. Hey, if you got dogs, wait till my guys give you an estimate and then ask for a dog discount. I'll give you $200 off, but after they give you the price, because that way you never know if you're getting an actual discount. You better make this quick. We got four seconds. So give us a call at 254-235-4922. And God bless our puppies. Or fixitjimmy.com. And cats. Meow. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. 
Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. The home for Baylor Bear Baseball is ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. It was a late night at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears and Dallas Baptist played 12 innings before a bloop single by Colby Branch brought home the game winner and an 8-7 Baylor win. Baylor softball opens tournament play in California against Cal State Fullerton at 6 o'clock tonight. You can hear the play-by-play on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC softball is on the road for a doubleheader at Blinn. The High Lassies are looking to improve on their 17-5 record. Highlander basketball opens play at 5 this afternoon in the Region 5 postseason tournament. They face Midland in the opening round. The first round of the Big 12 men's basketball tournament is tonight in Kansas City. West Virginia takes on Texas Tech at 6, and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State tangle at 8.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. It's 8.33. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and let's talk some college basketball as the uh, Big 12 basketball tournament gets rolling in Kansas City this evening. Bill Seals from uh, Cyclone Report is with us, part of the Rival family. Bill, good morning. How are we today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're, We're terrific. We appreciate your time. Interesting that, A, we have Baylor men and women playing Iowa State, and, B, we have Baylor and Iowa State men playing back to back and for the third time this season. Yeah, yeah, what a what a uh, what a lineup here in Kansas City is uh, we're about to see, but uh, it's going to be uh, you know they always say it's tough to beat a team three times. We're going to see how tough it is for the Cyclones uh, 
tomorrow morning. And the, and the women, it's been a couple of good matchups between those teams as well. And uh, Cyclones got out of there uh, with a with a rare win in Waco. So in uh, winners of four of six. So a couple of teams, I think Iowa State that are, are playing pretty well headed into the postseason. Is is Iowa State about defense? I mean, does defense set up offense for the Cyclones? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. It, it really does. They uh, they 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 defend teams so tightly, kind of with that no middle defense that a, a few teams have been running. I think Kansas State, Texas Tech, a couple of those teams that have kind of gone with that here in, in recent years and had success. And uh, T.J. Otzelberger, when he when he was hired as head coach, brought in Kyle Green from uh, a veteran assistant coach from Northern Iowa. That's kind of been a a defensive coordinator for this team and, and really kind of spurred uh, uh, very, uh, very solid play on that end that kind of feeds the fast break and kind of getting into transition. And this is not a very talented offense either, really, as you've seen, you know, they've had their peaks and valleys in February, there were a lot of valleys. So uh, when you're not as talented offensively, you've got to kind of find a spark there to get yourself going some nights. Does does this turn how, how important is success in this tournament for the Cyclones as far as the NCAA tournament is concerned? I, I mean, I think we all know that, you know, Kansas, Kansas State, Baylor, Texas, I, I think they're in pretty good shape. Is do you feel good about or, or do does the staff feel good about Iowa State's position right now or do they need to do some work in the tournament? Well, I think it just depends maybe on the type of matchups that they, they want to get. Mm-hmm. I think right probably pretty safe to say a six seed. I think if they go down there and, and lose to Baylor, I think it's still, uh, they're still pretty in pretty good range for a six seed. They were 19th in the, in the net. They jumped, I believe it was eight, eight or nine spots after the win at Baylor to go up to 19. So I think they feel pretty good about where they're at right now. Uh, you do a little more work in Kansas city. Maybe you move into a five or a four and one of those, uh, one of those sub-regionals that, uh, in the NCAA tournament this year is in Des Moines. So uh, I think they would like nothing better than to maybe impress the committee and, and be in consideration. Probably going to be tough with Kansas, uh, likely going to be there, but maybe Iowa State gets there in another region. So uh, we'll see. And as far as uh, uh, the importance of the of the Big 12 tournament, I think, in, you know, under past head coaches, they've had a lot of success down there, if you'll remember, uh, Fred Hoiberg, uh, one, one down there, uh, Hilton South, they call it, uh, Steve Prome, even that right before the downfall of the program happened, they had an unlikely title run in 2019 down in Kansas city. But on the other hand, this is a team that hasn't won a game since that, uh, 2019 big 12 tournament championship game. You mentioned Casey. Let's, let's talk about that for just a second. I mean, that has been a terrific home for the big 12 uh, basketball tournament, both men and women, with the women in municipal and, and the men at T-Mobile, with the with the growth and the development, and has things changed in the Big Twelve? And we got new teams coming in. A would, and I think I know the answer, but A, can you see this tournament leaving Kansas City and moving around? And and B, what would be the Cyclones' response to it and the Cyclone fan base? Well, I, I think that they're pretty they're they're pretty uh, entrenched there for for the the near future, but uh, I think you know they, there's been some inklings maybe out of the new commissioner Brett Yormark that he wants to see games played in Madison Square Garden, and you know obviously an East Coast guy, 
And if they, they get maybe a bigger presence out there, who, who knows? And he wants this to be a national, he, he said, a, a national conference that covers all of the time, all of the uh, time zones. So who knows uh, what, what uh, Commissioner Yormark's got up his sleeve for the future. But I, I think in the, over the next uh, two or three years, I believe Kansas City, the one major change has been that they're going to move the women's tournament up. And I, I think that's uh, Coach Fenley. Uh, Bill Fenley on the women's side at Iowa State is not a fan of that, and I, I wouldn't think Kansas, probably Kansas State, a, a fan fan of those either, because uh, two or three fan bases that travel very well to Kansas City and, and like having both of those tournaments uh, just within walking distance of one another. Let's let's talk about the the way the the Cyclones go about the, their business over the next few games and into the NCAA tournament. With the dismissal of, of Caleb Grill, how has that changed the the rotations and, and what what is the effect of that on the team? And I know they came into Waco and played very, very well, but long term, what, what do you think the effect of that is? Well, I, I think it, it it's just it's a matchup thing with this team and, and Baylor has been a very good matchup for them. Um, on the other, they, they go two and zero against Baylor and then they turn around and go zero and two against Oklahoma state. zero and two against Texas tech, uh, some teams that are, are very athletic, very long and, and presence, uh, presence in the middle. So I think again, it, it's still, it's going to be a matchup thing for this team. Not a whole lot of talent on the offensive end. It's going to be manufacturing those points and playing good defense and, um, they they like to play four guards when when Caleb Grill was there, and then kind of rotate through that one big. Whether it was Oshun Ashunie and uh, Robert Jones, a couple of those bigs that would rotate through. But against Baylor, maybe we saw a little preview of some things to come. They played eleven guys, even a walk on in that game early. Conrad Holly. Uh, so and it, and it worked out well, I think, uh, getting the energy restored a team that had lost seven of eight going into that and, and now goes into Kansas City with a little bit of momentum. Tell us a little bit about the the Cyclone women's team and, and just how they're going uh, right now. Well, they, uh, they they hit a little bit of a tough spot like the, like the men's team, uh, but I, I think a big part of that is they had to rediscover themselves after uh, Stephanie Suarez, the, the uh, post that they got out of the transfer portal was made, had this team early in the season was looking like a potential, uh, certainly a, a potential sweet 16 team. And who knows beyond that? And a team that uh, was going to probably play in Ames to start the tournament. Uh, but now they've kind of had to rediscover themselves after the loss of her. Uh, they, they have won four of six to wrap up the regular season. Uh, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, the, the nice, the rare win at Waco over Baylor to kind of get them going uh, winners of four of six, and I think in position again, maybe to get one of those top four seeds and play uh, in Ames, the first round of the tournament. And we just saw this week Ashley Jones, the uh, Big Twelve uh, Player of the Year, on the women's side. So as long as the Cyclones have her, they've got a, a great supporting cast. They only play about seven players, so again, it's going to be key for that group to stay out of foul trouble as well. You talk about matchups with the men. How do the, how do the these two teams match up? I know they split. You talk about the, the win in, in double overtime at Waco, but how do they match up with Baylor and Iowa State? Well, I think that uh, you're, you're always going to depend on those points from Jones, and, and you, you kind of just see what you can get from everyone else. I know that 
I, I hope I'm pronouncing her name wrong. I butcher it all year. Nai Nai Diu. He had a big game in the in the first uh, contest against Baylor. That was a, a Cyclone loss up in Hilton, but she was actually the leading scorer in that. Uh, she came up big in that game. Only had ten in the second uh, go around. So really, the Cyclones didn't even shoot too well in that game at at Waco either. But uh, was able to to uh, pull it out in double overtime. But she got twenty seven. Uh, Cyclones got 27 from Jones in that game, and then kind of those role players that popped up, that popped up that game: Lexi Donarski, uh, Danae Fritz, playing big minutes. Those uh, three of those four, well, Emily Ryan, another played at least 45 minutes in that game. So this is a Cyclone team that doesn't go uh, real deep, and they're going to need to get some production out of some of those other players like. Uh, Diu that they got in the, the first game against the Bears and then Donarski here uh, most recently. Hey, Bill, we appreciate it. Uh, what are you working on for uh, for the Cyclone Report? Well, I uh, we're, we're part of that uh, Rivals Network of team sites. Uh, uh, I'll be down in Kansas City uh, covering the tournament. Certainly looking forward to that on the way down there uh, right now. And I always like to mix up a little football recruiting in there, too. I'm sure uh, you guys know football uh, – a pretty big thing down there in the Lone Star State and Iowa State does a pretty good job recruiting in Kansas City and uh, getting down there to KC always a good chance for me to kind of get out there and, and meet some uh, football recruits as well. So we stay busy. It's uh, uh, certainly college sports anymore. It's a 12 month a, a year kind of thing. Absolutely. Hey, Bill, thanks. We appreciate your time and uh, safe travels. Yeah, thank you, guys. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you again. Have a, have a good day. That's Bill Sills. He's with the the Cyclone Report, part of the Rivals family. It's uh, eight forty three. We're seventeen away from uh, nine o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. Tom and Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and uh, we're right back with more in just a moment. Matt Mosley, weekdays at four p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Wilner and John Canzano. They got with the commissioner. And by the way, that's prompted me. I've now reached out to the Big 12 to try to get Brett Yormark on. I mean, my gosh, if he's going to be doing Pac-12 podcast, Aaron, <laughs> right? he should be on our show. <laughs> for goodness sakes, he should be on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship of Baylor. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Paid as much as the people they train. How come? I don't know. Like doctors make a lot of money, and the teachers have to teach the doctors. Okay. And then I went to my doctor today, and my two o'clock appointment. It was three fifteen before I got in. They need to go back to school on time. <laughs> well, we're we're on time for our appointments when you call us. For I wasn't a, yesterday for a free estimate. I was early. So give us I'm a call. Lying. I was really like ten minutes late. Two five four two three five four nine two two or fixitjimmy.com. Ring ring. You need an estimate for house leveling or foundation repair. Knock knock. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps. 
turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my good feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Keep up with Baylor Bear Softball on ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. It was a late night at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears and Dallas Baptist played 12 innings before a bloop single by Colby Branch brought home the game winner and an 8-7 Baylor win. Baylor softball opens tournament play in California against Cal State Fullerton at 6 o'clock tonight. You can hear the play-by-play on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC softball is on the road for a doubleheader at Blinn. The High Lassies are looking to improve on their 17-5 record. Highlander basketball opens play at 5 this afternoon in the Region 5 postseason tournament. They face Midland in the opening round. The first round of the Big 12 men's basketball tournament is tonight in Kansas City. West Virginia takes on Texas Tech at 6, and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State tangle at 8.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back in. This is game time. Your first word in sports. Remember, if you missed anything on uh, the Matt Mosley program yesterday, he had Scott Drew on the program. Uh, If you missed anything from the John Moore show yesterday, you can go back and catch it in a uh, podcast 
And that'll be um, that's uh, available right here uh, on our website at SyntechSportsFan.com. SyntechSportsFan.com. Looking ahead for us a little later in the week uh, from Kansas City, we're going to talk to uh, to the director of athletics for Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. Uh, he is scheduled to be with us Friday morning around eight o'clock. So we'll get his thoughts. We'll get his thoughts on PL, and we'll get his <laughs> thoughts on the uh, on the Big Twelve tournament in in KC. Also, want to talk to him a little bit about uh, about what's going on with uh, with with the potential new rule changes. It looks like they're coming uh, in in football. Get his thoughts there, and so we got a lot of things. We'll talk about the obviously talk about the Big Twelve tournament and look ahead to the NCAA tournament. So we got a lot of stuff to get to with uh, the uh, director of athletics, Mac Rhodes. That'll be coming up on Friday morning uh, around 8 o'clock here on the program. So we got a lot of stuff to do there. Uh, again, congratulations, Mitch Thompson and the Bears. They went at 8-7 to seven last night. Thrilling game. But it was a game where they had to dig down deep and, and fight and got behind, got ahead, got behind, got it tied, and then won it. I mean, it was that kind of game. And so wow. – what kind of effect does that win over a quality Dallas Baptist program and a program that has a lot of respect all across the board uh, in college baseball? We'll see. I mean, DBU's now lost four in a row, by the way. They lost all three to uh, Southern Miss in, in Hattiesburg, so he's lost four in a row, but four road games, too, I might add. But, uh, again, yeah, like DBU grabbed a 3 nothing lead in the second. Baylor scored a run in the bottom of the third, one more in the fourth then scored three in the bottom of the six to take a 5-3 lead. Then the uh, Dallas Baptist came back, and DBU scored three in the top of the seventh before Baylor got the solo homer in the bottom of the ninth to tie and send it to extras. And then in the 12th inning, DBU gets a run, but Baylor answers with two in the bottom of the 12th. So it's one of those games where, I mean, it was, um, you know, you had to fight, claw, scratch, and, you know, used probably the entire roster or close to it to get it done, and they were able to do it. You know, there are some times where wins are wins and losses are losses, but then there's some times where those losses sting, and then there's some times where those wins can can propel you. And let's hope that this win kind of kickstarts this club, this young club, I might add, as Mitch starts his rebuild process. And uh, let's see where it goes. We'll, we'll see. And it begins for them. They continue their homestand on Friday night against Mercer. And again, Mercer is in Austin tonight. So they, they're on a four-game Texas swing. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Baylor softball heads west. They're in California. Uh, they're in the uh, Louisville Slugger Invitational. They play tonight at 6 o'clock against Cal State Fullerton. Two on Thursday, Boston College and Long Beach State. Two on Friday against Columbia and Loyola Marymount. All of those games, by the way, over on 101.3 FM. So there you go. You just saw an article about the PGA Tour and the LIV Tour. Well, in, in a nutshell, it basically said, Ryan, that uh, no matter what, no matter what happens down the road, that the PGA is a winner because LIV has kind of made the PGA rethink how they do some things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when, when all this LIV stuff came out and all that started happening, I think the PGA had to make changes. And we talked about it earlier, they're, they're lowering the fields, they're, they're making it to where there's no cut, and the purses are bigger. So they're giving more incentive for their players to stay in the PGA and give them more room for growth as well. Absolutely. they got a chance to make more money. And here's the deal. Uh, basically, and not all tournaments are going to look the same. You've got, and I haven't seen the list, but you're going to have 
several golf tournaments that are a smaller field, I think around 70, 75 players, but there's no cuts, meaning if you're on that list, you've got a paycheck. You know, and, and look right now, you go play go play in Fort Worth. Go pl- yeah. go play the Colonial. Play poorly first couple of days, miss the cut. You've traveled to Fort Worth, you spent money in a hotel, you've spent money on food and the travel and all that, and you made absolutely nothing. It cost you. It cost you money. Uh, and, and so they're going to take some tournaments. First of all, they've upped the purses on just about all the tournaments. So that's, that's been a direct reflection of that LIV. And the other thing they've done, as, as we mentioned, they have, they have got several tournaments that they're working on where there's going to be no cut. They'll have 70 to 75 players as opposed to 150, 160. And uh, they'll, uh, they'll get that golf tournament to where all 70 to 75 are going to make a paycheck and play all four days. And I think that has incentivized the, uh, the players to, to, to play. And you haven't seen – yes, you've seen some great players leave for the, for the LIV. Most of them, not all, but most of them have been guys later in their career. You know, uh, Phil Mickelson, for one, that just jumps off. I think Padraig Harrington has gone over there. Uh, but, yeah, you've seen some younger guys go as well, but not as many as I thought might. Not as many as I thought would, you know, that would jump for the guaranteed money. Uh, most have been pretty dedicated to the PGA. So, in, in that reflection, yeah, I guess, I guess the PGA has one, and the PGA players certainly have with, with the no-cut on some of these tournaments and the bigger purses. So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, uh, 8.55, that is going to do it for us here this morning. Again, don't forget John Morris live from Kansas City at 3.00. Matt Mosley live from Kansas City at 4. Tonight at 6, we got our big preview show presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. And so we've got all that for you. And our live coverage, continuing coverage from, um, from Kansas City is presented by Jim Turner Chevrolet. So uh, good stuff there. Thanks to all of those folks for, uh, for helping us out and being a part of the program as we uh, broadcast live from Kansas City and the Big 12 Tournament. That is going to do it for us. Have yourself a great day. We're back in the morning at 7.